You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. You get all the feels. I'm sorry. You get all the feels. And today's a football Saturday, which is just the greatest. It doesn't matter what games are even put on. I got standalone games. I got Justin Jefferson. I got Michael Pittman. I got Jonathan Taylor. I got football at 1. I got football at 4.30. Ravens-Browns. I'm intrigued by that one. And then tonight. On, under the snow and the wind. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you the name of the stadium anymore. But up in Orchard Park, Buffalo, uh, you got Bills and Dolphins. Bills win out, mind you. They're your one seed in the AFC. And I still stand by it. That's not a place that is easy to win. Maybe the Bills go to the Super Bowl for the first time since, uh, what, 93? When they went on that four consecutive Super Bowl run, losing... Every single one. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Phone lines open. Obviously, Jets, Zach Wilson, um, Mike White on the table. Big Blue Report now brought to you by 2 by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. Where are we with the Giants? See, there's feels to, to, to me that there's – and I don't know if you feel like this, and I'd like to hear from the Giants fans at 1-800-919-3776. Like, Giants, they can't – how can the Giants win this game? Giants can't win this game. Going into Washington and Chase Young might play. And Washington just tied them at MetLife Stadium. Firstly, the Giants should have won that game. We should be sitting here talking about the Giants at 8-5 at and five with four games to play. Not 7-5-1. and one. Or se- Wait, is that, What are the Giants? 7-5-1, and one, right? Yeah. That's what we should be talking about. The, the Giants should have won that game. The Giants were the better team that day. The Giants had every opportunity to win it. And, you know, Rick says off, well, they're just not playing good football. Uh, okay. I, I think that's fair. And that, and that means what? I mean, ultimately, what does that matter? If Daniel Jones goes out there and gives you a good performance and the Giants don't turn the football over, see, to me, these are two, and, and I'm not sure why there's so many people that are of the mindset that Washington is Washington's better. Why? why is, Washington is, is right there. Like, the Giants stand up with Washington. Washington's not a special team. They're fine. The Giants are fine. Washington is way lesser of, of an opponent of competition than last week's opponent. I'll tell you that. Philadelphia is in a different class than the Giants. I understand you got run out of the building, but you can't be that upset that the Giants lost. The Giants aren't as good. It's being set up for the Giants to get themselves in. Are there two, win- two wins on the docket now? Two. Can you, can you win tomorrow in, in Washington? I think they can. Can they win in Minnesota? Tall order, but I think they could. Can they win at home against Indianapolis? They better. And can they win in Philadelphia? They can if Philadelphia doesn't need the game. I know Don says he doesn't want to back in. I'll, I I don't care how I get in. I get right back in. I don't care if they allow. I don't care if I get forfeits that allow me in. I don't. I mean, get get in. Hard enough to get in. There's 32 teams. Only 14 get in. I don't care how I wind up in the postseason. Just get me in now. Don says he doesn't want to back in. He doesn't want to lose games and still wind up in. Would I prefer to win tomorrow and beat Minnesota and beat Indianapolis and get in? Of course, I'd I'd prefer that to happen, but I don't know that that's realistic. I mean, I think the Giants can certainly win tomorrow. The Giants, listen, let's be fair. 
there's no reason the Giants can't win tomorrow, win at home against Indianapolis, get to nine, and get in. That is well within reason that they can do that. Will they? I don't know. But look, Seattle keeps losing. Detroit would have to win out. I mean, if the Giants go 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one, it's a real chance they get in. And I understand now you're a sacrificial lamb for Minnesota or San Francisco, but okay, fine. Nobody thought they would be in this position. Nobody. The Jets are a better team. The Giants have a better chance to get themselves in. So tomorrow, I mean, what, what terrifies you about Washington? Nothing. That's the truth. Washington's not a scary team. They're fine. Their quarterback's mediocre. They have a couple of good receivers. Their running attack is pretty good. Looks like Leonard Williams is going to play. I mean, it, the truth is it's a real shame that McKinney and, and Adoree Jackson can't play. Because if those two played, I'd love the Giants in this game. But I like the Giants to cover this number, and I think the Giants have a, a, a real chance. Like, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Giants won this one. Now, I think you have to really push Daniel Jones tomorrow. I think this is, you know, tuck it and run. I think a lot of read option. You know what they're going to do. Washington's going to sell out to try to stop the Giants' running game and maybe take some shots. You know, maybe you roll him out. You Use his legs to your advantage. You can't turn the football over. You have to be stout in the red zone. And I see no, no, really no reason why the Giants can't win this game. And that's my Big Blue Report, brought to you by 2 by London, the engagement shop by London Jewelers. Picker designed the perfect engagement ring to fit every single budget, any of their seven area locations before we get to the frenzy which is just moments away let's uh let's get to some of your calls 1-800-919-3776 on the local football hot take johnny in highland hot take johnny good morning you're on 987 espn good morning dave big shout out to the company how are you doing this morning buddy i'm i'm doing well man we got a full football saturday we got the giants in prime time tomorrow night i'm excited by all of it Yep, same here. Uh, it's been a little while since I talked, so first of all, congratulations on the uh, morning drive time slots. Big uh, move for you guys. We're going to love Thank that extra you. hour. Yeah, we get uh, the extra welcome. hour. We get to sleep a little bit later, too, so it's all oh, a win-win for everyone. Yeah, I'm jealous. I started a new job, and I get up at 3.45 in the morning. So, uh, yeah, that extra hour of sleep can make a huge difference. <laughs> 3.45, so. is, that's unconscionable. That is, yeah, that is brutal. Yeah, yeah I got to be in the Bronx at, uh, and start at 5.45. So, uh, yeah, not fun. All right, um, what do you got, anyway, hot take? So, Yep. Um, I think the uh, I think these next few weeks are going to uh, determine, at least for me and probably for the Giants, whether Saquon Barkley comes back because he's been banged up now half the year, and his only full healthy season with the Giants is that uh, first season. I think, yeah, with, with with as much as the Giants need, as much as I like Saquon, with as much money as he wants, I just don't see it being worth the money. I mean, this team needs a lot, really. I mean, they've played way above their their talent level. So I'd rather see them not spend that money on him if he's going to be banged up all the time and invest in linebackers, another couple corners. I, I, I said this off. weeks ago. I said this weeks ago, Johnny. Would you rather have a really good cover corner or would you rather have Saquon Barkley? And and for me, the, really I'm good sorry. Cover you, the, you the, the answer is the cover corner. The fifth, absolutely it round. is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, look how much we're, look at the difference Adoree Jackson alone is making, let alone another good one. Exactly. I think it's a fair call. And again, no, no one doesn't like Saquon, right? E everyone looks at Saquon and says he's a terrific player. He's a great guy. He's he's a giant, right? Like you feel you just there's something you feel pride with Saquon. He's a good guy. He's a good player. It's it's nice to actually be be impressed and proud of 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 the players that you have on your roster. But do I want to pay him twelve million dollars a year? I mean, look around the league. 
Look around the league and tell me how many guys are worth a second contract starting at $12 million a year. Uh, you think that the Cowboys are thrilled that they caved to Ezekiel Elliott and paid him? Probably not. I mean, Derrick Henry's still very, very good. But the question, I mean, look, look around at these teams. You don't need a great running back. And I, I just, I wonder if ownership gets involved. Hopefully they don't. Hopefully it's, you know, Shane and Dable, do what you need to do. And again, are you going to get a running back better than Saquon? No, probably not. But can you get two running backs that combine to be good? I, yeah, I think, I mean, if, if I told you you have Alexander Madison, like there's just, there's so many running backs and you can, Damian Pierce was drafted where? In like the fifth round? There's so many guys. Look at, look at what Miami has. Mostert and Jeff Wilson. You don't even know where they where they were taken. Look at what the Jets have. Right? They took Brees Hall in the second round. Michael Carter's, what, fourth or fifth round. And Bam Knight's undrafted. I just I just think it's it's very unnecessary. Not, not I think it. I know it's very unnecessary to take a, a running back that early. But I, I don't please, let's not get into this conversation. Jose in Jersey. Jose, you're on 98.7. Uh, yes, uh, great show. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks. I think uh, the whole thing with Mac uh, Zach Wilson is that um, they brought him in too early. Uh, he was playing at BYU, not too much competition, and they bring him in, you know, into the NFL. The poor kid didn't really have any mentor, and this is what you get. His, uh, this is what you get when you do that. Now, he has to redeem himself tomorrow and then figure out if this is the guy that's going to take you to where you have to be. And I'll uh, listen to what you have to say. I mean, too early. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know what? The offensive line wasn't good. The receiving core wasn't very good. But again, he hasn't played well. Usually, you know. And I agree that that that, that the I mean, just awful. That the passing of of Nap was just absolutely terrible. But I mean, have you seen anything? I mean, it's it's easy to use that. Everything is an excuse, right? Nap passes away and. And he just doesn't look like he's ready, and there's not a lot of talent around him. But and I know Rick will say it's the system you go to. I, I mean, I, I think that that's fair. But either you're good or you're not good. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Like 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 you put a really good quarterback in this system with this whatever lack of experience play callers. I still think they they'd be fine. Let's go to Mike in Tampa. Good morning, Mike. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Good morning. How you doing, Dave? Good. What's going on? Listen. Um... My thing is with the Giants. I'm a Giants fan. You know, I love the Giants. I'm just trying to figure out better ways to get Saquon the ball. His running, the offensive line is not doing that well. He's not running as strong as he did early in the season. The teams are looking for that. Why not line him up in the slot? You don't have receivers. Let him catch the ball. Line him up on the wing. Put the other running back in behind Daniel Jones and line him up somewhere so you can get him the ball more in space. I have no problem with that. I don't think it's a crazy uh, take at all. I would have no yeah. issue with that whatsoever, Mike. You, li- li- you know but what? Line not- Saquon up in the slot, put him as a wide receiver, and thanks for the call. And then, you know, and then Matt Brady yeah. goes in for a couple plays at running back just to get a little more speed and, and, and change the dynamic. But the, the bottom line is this. All right, he's, it doesn't look like he's been 100% healthy. You haven't gotten the ball to him very much. And teams are now, I mean, that is their number one game plan. If, if, if Darius Slayton beats me, if... Isaiah Hodgins beats me. If Richie James beats me, you know what? Good for you. But there's no way I'm going to let Saquon Barkley beat me. And for the most part, that is working for the opposition. We'll see what the Giants can pull out of their bag of tricks uh, tomorrow night. All right, 1-800-919-3776. Oh, we've walked right up to it. It's now time 
for the football frenzy. So you need the number, and you need to know that there's no, like, hey, Dave, love the show. So happy you and Rick are moving at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's great. I love you, too. We're thrilled about it as well. But for the frenzy, you get right to it. 1-800-919-3776. Oh, it's rapid fire. It's a frenzy. On Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. On the phones, 1-800-919-3776. Frenzy time next right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, people, the football frenzy on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. You know what I should tell you, by the way, if you didn't hear them yesterday? So, Rick, Jolio, do you know this? Rick's picks are they're, they're horrendous. He's a mush, yes. He has lost nine consecutive selections. Correct. So I think, I don't know if you are the gambling sort. But I am. There are people out there. Here, Here's what he took so you can go the other way and win yourself some money. You ready? I, I listened to the I listened well, to Well, you know what? Maybe yesterday. everybody didn't. So let me so refresh yes. your memory, yep. and you can win some money. Yep. He took the Jets minus one and a half, so take the Lions plus one and a half. He took Minnesota minus four, so take Indianapolis plus the four. And he took Pittsburgh minus uh, Pittsburgh plus the three. Take Carolina minus the three. I actually love the Indianapolis pick, and I'm actually going to fade you on one of your picks. I can't believe you're going Vegas. Oh, I love Vegas. I, I, can't, I don't understand I love, it. I love Vegas I, in that pick. I do not understand it. I wish you went... Vegas for all three of your, for all three of your picks yesterday. They, they are they are going to uh, comfortably not not just beat Indi- uh, New England. They're going to comfortably beat New England. Uh, I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, you know what? Show wager. Yeah, why not? We got to think of something. I, I'm I'm game with it. I'm down for anything. We got to think of something. We will think of something. I'm telling you. I I love the Raiders to win that game tomorrow. They've had extended time off. I just I don't think New England is good. You're taking McDaniel's over over Belichick. Uh, yeah, that might be the one thing that gets me a little bit. The nervous. one thing, that's the first thing that's going to get get that, that's going to be the demise of you in this pick. Yeah, if you if you think so. So Anthony Pusick, the K Show producer, says Peter also took Minnesota and he's red hot. So something has to give. You know, Santiago and Rick took the same game last week. Santiago had been red hot. And he lost that game because Rick is that bad. Is this you know doomed for Peter now because he yep. he has been red hot. Yep. So does Michael come back from a late from a late season run here because Don has just given up at this point? Does Michael come back and steal the pick segment on the K show? It's very possible. All I know is if Rick touches anything that you like, you're in big trouble. Let's and get to the frenzy. How great Fr- would that be for for Rick and Michael? You know that friendship. Oh. The, their fake friendship. Yeah, how great! Yeah. How great would that be? For you both you of agree, them? fake friendship, right? I totally agree. Yeah, it's it's fraudulent. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on the frenzy. Go. Lawrence Taylor is obviously the greatest defensive player in Giants history. Who would you say is the greatest offensive player in your lifetime for the Giants? Tiki Barber. Right. I mean, Frank Gifford might be that guy before that. But I think Tiki Barber, Tiki Barber is like right there as far as being a, a Hall of Famer. If he played another year, I think he's he's that guy. Jay in the Bronx. Jay, you're on the frenzy. Two-part question because I don't really know how NFL trades work when you're right. like a free agent. But Lamar Jackson to the Jets, is it possible? And what do you think about it? 
Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen because I, I can't imagine they'd let him get away. How could you be so dumb in Baltimore? And that's a well-run organization to let him get away. Yeah, I mean, at, at a minimum, you got to think they're going to put the franchise tag on him. Uh, Steve Brodzinski, who is very active on Twitter, can the Vikings ruin the Giants' season on Christmas Eve? Uh, I don't think so. I think the Giants will still be very much alive, even if they lose that game. I mean, I, I'll sign for a loss against Minnesota if I get the win tomorrow night. And even if the Giants lose the next two, you can still find your way to uh, winning two games by beating Indianapolis and beating Philadelphia, who hopefully has nothing to play for. Um, 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Rob Stinchfield wants in a lot of Vikings questions today. Does Minnesota make it out of the first round of the playoffs regardless of who they're playing? Um, probably, because you got to figure they're going to probably be the two. The worst they'll be is the three. So you're looking at a, a Giants, a Detroit, a Washington. You know, if they played the Cowboys, I'd say, God, no. But I think it's very realistic to think that Minnesota wins that first game. And if they don't, they're exactly, exactly who you thought they've been for a long time. Luke in Connecticut. Luke, you're on the frenzy. Go. Trey Lance and two first-round picks for Sauce Gardner. Yes or no? If I'm who? If I'm the Jets? Trey Lance? Clarification was yes, Jets. Yeah, Trey Lance, two ones. No, I, I wouldn't do it if I'm the Jets. Because, I, I mean, I've seen nothing from Trey Lance to make me think that he's going to be a good quarterback in this league. And now you're giving me two ones, which you, you'd think, oh, you bite at those. But it's San Francisco. So I'm going to wind up with, what, the 27th and 28th pick in the draft. And now they get the, I mean, I think the elite cover corner in the league when you factor age in. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it if I was the Jets. Mike and Manisquan. Mike, you're on the frenzy. So back in the days when they were halfway decent, the Jets and the Giants were Give on me the question, time. Mike. Mike, it's a frenzy. This is not a, a I mean, a, 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 just a, you talk well, for as Jets, long as you want. Well, will the Jets and Giants be on at different times next year after this year? Thank you. That's all I'm looking for. I don't need a back in the day. Back in the day is in the 9 o'clock hour, the 10 o'clock hour. You get to the frenzy. Back in the day is dead. Uh, listen, they're still going to have to play some games at the same time. But I think that as each team gets better, and I think they will continue to get better, I think you will absolutely see that split up a little bit. First of all, they're each going to get more primetime games, right? What do the Jets have primetime this year? It's just the, the one game on Thursday. Jets had no Monday night games, did they? Not that I can think of. So, yeah, you're going you're to get more primetime games for each because each team is on the verge of, of really crossing that lexicon to being a better football team. Matt and Chappaqua. Matt, you're on the frenzy. Zach Wilson straight up for Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, I don't understand. What kind of a question? <laughs> yes. If you're the Jets, you would trade Zach Wilson, who probably won't be on your team next year anyhow, for one of the great quarterbacks in the history of of the game. It's got to get better from there. Let's go to Tan in Jersey. Dan, you're on the frenzy. How you doing? Uh, it didn't get better. It got worse. It got worse. I don't understand. Harv, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand either, Dave. You have the one guy who called. So back in the day. Back in the, the day Jets when the Jets and Giants were good. I, I give up. I give up. They, you know what they've done? They've, mur they've murdered the frenzies with these people. And I heard Joe behind me. He gave him the rules, the instructions, and they were apparently didn't get through to his brain. 
Joe, how do you live with yourself right now, knowing that, that the people that you screened got on the air and murdered the frenzy? I, I, I had my, ha my head in my hands because every caller I said, you know the rules of engagement. If they don't, I tell them and I put them on hold. And they say, yeah, okay, good. And, you know, it's up to you at this point. It's, it's, I can't control them. Why do, well, I know calls are rolling. Why don't you screen one or two more? I'll talk to Harv. Harv, do you have a question by chance? A frenzy question that you'd like to get off your chest right now? Sure. Give me Daniel Jones' line for tomorrow should they win. The Giants win. I'm going to get 200 yards from Daniel Jones. He'll run for 65. He'll throw for a touchdown. And he will uh, not get intercepted and turn the ball over zero times. That's it. I don't, I don't need crazy. Give me 200 yards. Give me 60-ish yards rushing. One touchdown. No turnovers. And, and away we go. Giants get a 24-19 victory. Alfie in the Bronx. Alfie, you know the rules. You're on the frenzy. Whose quarter, who's quarterback situation is worse? Backup quarterback situation is worse. Jets or Pittsburgh? I don't think he's either back. I mean, you're talking about Zach, uh, what, Joe Flacco being the backup tomorrow or Pittsburgh starting who? They're starting Trubisky and then Rudolph is the backup. I don't think either backup quarterback situation is bad at all. I mean, Flacco as a backup is fine and, and Rudolph as a backup is serviceable. Let's go to Brian in Milburn. Brian, you're on the frenzy. Uh, can the 49ers win it all? Yes. Yes, they can. Um, Hinky Haynes with just just dropping the, the such a nasty tweet. If it's Eagles and Cowboys in the NFC Championship game, who do you want to win? I don't I don't care. I, I I'm telling you, and I've said this in the past, and I will repeat it again. I will not watch the game. I will go to the movies. I will go to an escape room. I will not watch that game because all I will want is bad things to happen, and I don't want to root for that. It makes me a bad guy. 1-800-919-3776. No longer for the frenzy. Now, the good old-fashioned Dave Rothenberg Show. All right, blow it dead, Harv. And that's the football frenzy brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the original triple-blended, triple-distilled, and triple-cask-matured Irish whiskey. Make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew during today's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. So 1-800- 919-3776. I'm not going to turn you away if you want to talk Jets or Giants, but let's spend a few minutes on the Knicks, the Nets, and the Yankees and morph back in to some baseball before we say goodbye. Get you ready for football, football, football at 1 o'clock today. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you solo right here on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Uh, Jets, John, certainly on the table. We can't not talk football as we're, you know, on the verge of the biggest football weekend we've seen here. And football starts in an hour and 20 minutes, which is absolutely thrilling. Um, a meaningful game for Minnesota, then a meaningful game for Baltimore, and then a meaningful game for both tonight, which is going to be a great scene, right? The the wind and the frigid temperatures and the snow and the bluster and oh, something so so fun and exciting about that. And to watch Miami try to go up and and endure those conditions should be quite the treat. And if you're a Jets fan, you're rooting for Buffalo, so hopefully that'll that'll pan out for you. Um, a couple things I wanted to get into though. Firstly, the Nets. The Nets are just, I mean, rolling along. I mean, is it a coincidence? that they hire a legitimate coach 
and all of a sudden now they're playing a, a far superior brand of basketball, right? Kyrie, it's just you don't hear anything from him. That's a win. Kevin Durant just goes out and plays, and now all they do is win games. So if you're a Nets fan, you have to be very pleased, right? You're not in that Boston-Milwaukee stratosphere, I don't think, but that next tier, you're right there. And there's talent. Now, you know, I think the X factor for them, because you, you got to figure to be good, they're going to get tremendous production from, from Kyrie and Durant. I think Ben Simmons is that X factor there. Because if he can produce for you, and then listen, they have a lot of guys that can score just, just by shooting the boy, be it Curry or, or Harris or whoever it happens to be. But yeah, the Nets are playing much better basketball. The less you hear about the Nets away from the court, the better it's going to be. And a, a tremendous walk-off win last night from Kyrie and the Nets. So they're, they're playing excellent basketball. And you know else is playing good basketball? And, and it's funny because I don't love them, but they're winning games, and that's the Knicks. Now, when I say I don't love them, I, I love the Knicks. I don't, I don't love this team. And I just I can't get over Julius Randle because he frustrates me to no, end, to no end. But you know what? They're winning games. That's now six in a row. They just, I mean, do you know how hard it is to go into Chicago and beat them twice in three days? That's that's a tall order. So great job, really terrific job by the Knicks. And and, and I'll tell you this: Mitchell Robinson's excellent. Um, Grimes is a really important piece. And what I like that the Knicks have done is they've kind of reinvented themselves, right? Because they, I mean, Derrick Rose was a staple. Evan Fournier was a staple. Cam Reddish was becoming a staple. And now they're not. Now, now those guys, they don't even play. Now it's Grimes. Now it's McBride. It's Hartenstein. It's Mitchell Robinson. It's too much, for my money, it's too much Julius Randle. But, again, R.J. Barrett looks like maybe he's coming into his own a little bit. And I will say this, Jalen Brunson is terrific. I mean, ju just uh, for everything that I hoped he would be when they brought him here, he's better. He really is. Well, last time the Knicks signed a free agent, you're like, boy, what a special player. He he's better. He's a matchup nightmare because he can get to the basket he can back you in. He's a low-post nightmare for other teams. He's a terrific assist guy. He doesn't turn the ball over. He, he is really, for me, he makes this team go. I, for me personally, I'd like to see less Randall and more of Jalen Brunson. And what, what was he? He hit six threes last night. I mean, everything he put up was beautiful. He, he is the definition of just he's a, a steady, stable point guard. I feel wonderful about it. And it doesn't hurt. I mean, first of all, Chicago has no size. Nothing. So Mitchell Robinson, Randall, Hartenstein, they, they, can't, they can't stop them because they, they have nobody to, to keep them off the glass. Nobody. I mean, they, they put Alex Caruso on Julius Randall. How in the world are you going to slow that down? The answer is you're not, and you can't. But it doesn't hurt that every time you play someone, they don't have their best player. So you play Golden State this week, they're not going to have Steph Curry. You know what? Great. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. You know what? If Washington doesn't have Terry McLaurin, great. If I was a Jets fan and they don't have DeAndre Swift or, or Amon St. Brown, great. I don't need to meet a, a fully healthy opposition. Uh-uh. So the Knicks, I mean, look, no De'Aaron Fox, right? And But they've won six in a row now, and they're playing much, much better version of basketball, and it feels like the rotation is different than it was. And, you know, Cam Reddish was a guy that's getting a lot of play. He's not going to be on the team for long. Grimes and McBride, especially Grimes, is a difference maker. Quickly still frustrates me and makes me scratch my head. But overall, I feel good about where the Knicks are. Not great. I'm not going to start planning the parade, but good. Which, you know what? 
27 games in is a lot better than it's been. And I didn't expect earlier this year that we'd be in this situation. So I feel pretty pretty good about the Knicks. Not not great, but pretty good. Let's go to Wise in Brooklyn. Wise, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hello? Oh, no. This is not good news. No Wise. Now, you know what that was, Harv? That was unwise is what that was. Wow, it sounds like you had that the whole morning. I didn't. I'm very quick if you haven't figured it out. My brain moves at a very rapid level, and I'm very quick on my feet. So that was just not a good job by Wise. And I was excited to talk to him because he wanted to get into a little bit of Knicks. But we can, we can manufacture other calls. We're not, we're not beholden on a Wise and or unwise phone call. Uh, let's go to Lonnie in Harlem. Lonnie, good morning. You're on 98.7. Uh, no, I'm in Long Island. Lonnie in Long Island. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Now, wh- let me see how this happened. You called and yes. said you were in Harlem, or you called and said you were in Long Island and Joe Leo messed it up? No, it's all right. I'm not going to get nobody in trouble. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious from, from my own edification. You called and said no, you're in Harlem, no. or you called and said you're Long Island? Long Island. All right, now hang on a moment, Lonnie. Dave, that's on me. Okay. You know what? I respect the fact that you're owning it, but how, yeah. did, how, how, how did that happen? Well, you know. Come on, don't yell at me. I'm not yelling. Lonnie, I'm not, I'm, Lonnie, I'm not yelling. I'm just I'm confused how you could say, hey, it's Lonnie in Long Island, and on my call screener it says Lonnie in Harlem. How does that happen, Joe? Well, you know the, know. the owner of the company, right? The, yeah. You know, he's so wrapped in my head, and I read a tweet from him right before Lonnie from Long Island called, I and it just you. stuck in my head. All right. Well, Lonnie in Long Island, go ahead. I'm sorry you had to endure that. What do you got? How's it going, gentlemen? We're working out. Don't worry. Give him a break. He's had an off You're day. fine. It's fine, Lonnie. It's already passed. <laughs> All right. Now, what I, want, I got a couple of things. I got uh, on the Knicks, I got to say. I've been down on them all year because they, you know, they, they got all those B players and C's. But I said they need some A's. I wanted Donald Mitchell. That's the guy I wanted. They didn't get him. But, hey, they're playing much better. I give them credit. The coach got them playing. And, hey, if they continue – yeah, well, it was, was going to be such I, I a great like point. Uh, it, it, I, I think the upside for the Knicks is that they can be in that next to the call in that six-ish range. I mean, realistically, they're not they're not the Nets when the Nets are right and healthy and rolling along. They're not Boston. They're not Milwaukee. They're probably not Philadelphia. But can they be that six range? I'm telling you, I would love it if the Knicks didn't have to play in the play-in tournament. I still don't believe it. I don't know if you're one of these people that looks at the Knicks and is like, you know what, I I, I, I'll, I signed for it, I believe it, I, I'm sold on them. I'm not that person at all. I don't I don't believe this is real. But I'm I'm enjoying watching. Like I'm I'm enjoying and I'm entertained by what's happening right now. Like the Knicks just went into to to Chicago. That was that that's been a house of horrors for the Knicks. I hate, I hate the old Chicago Stadium they used to go, and Michael Jordan, they'd be down by like 20, and then the, the Bulls would just go on a 27-2 run. Like, that was, it was a disaster in, in my early lifetime. So it's always entertaining to go and beat Chicago. Always. That, that will never get old. Chicago has no size on that team. Put that team together so poorly. I mean, Levine is good, and, and DeRozan is good, and Patrick Williams is okay. But Colby White has turned out to be very, very unsettling at point guard, doesn't even start. They have, n- they have nothing. They have no rebounding. I, I th- I'd have to look it up again, 
But I believe that the Bulls did something last night, which I don't ever remember happening. I don't think they had an offensive rebound. Not one. Not one. You're Tom Thibodeau. I mean, that's that's as good as it gets, right? The opposition doesn't have one offensive rebound. All right, we'll come back. Little baseball. Get to your calls. Hand it over to Anita Marks, who's going to go hot and heavy, of course, on the Zach Wilson Jets dynamic of what's going to happen moving forward. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you. Saturday morning, a football Saturday on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Anita Marks on your way in, in, I mean, 10 minutes. A lot of, I mean, she has not been on since this big Zach Wilson Jets story has broken. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversation. Anita loves football. So I'm sure she's going to lead the show with um, with a lot of Jets and gets your calls. 1-800-919-3776. We've done a lot of it. We'll continue. I want to spend a minute, though. So many Yankee fans are so angry. Could you imagine if you rooted for another team not named the Yankees, how angry you'd actually be? We have, like, real things to be furious about. We don't have a bat. We don't, I mean, now Ben Attendee gets 5-75, and 75 and now he's going to the white side. All right, calm down. Calm down. I think it's fair to say Yankees have the best rotation in baseball right now. You added Radon. Look at, it, look at Radon's numbers against Houston also. Houston is not as good as they were. Yankees are better than they were. You keep Judge. You're not done. And it doesn't have to be opening day. You don't have to have the team that you're going to wind up with in the postseason. The rotation is sensational. The bullpen is going to be very good yet again. I don't understand why Yankee fans are so angry continuously. Now, Mets fans don't have that. Is it because you're so accustomed to winning that anything short of a championship or anything short of, of, of like a, a gold platinum player at every position doesn't move the needle for you? You kept Rizzo. You love him. Your second baseman, I mean, you feel pretty good about Torres. You don't love IKF, but defensively, he's, well, he's pretty good. Donaldson, that was, I mean, let's be fair, it was a bad trade, right? Your catcher's elite defensively. You still have LeMahieu. You bring back Judge. You still have Bader. I mean, can how about, how about one of the young guys steps up? How about a Volpe, Peraza, Cabrera? Like, why does it always have to be go out and spend $60 million on this guy? At some point, one of these young guys is going to have to step up. So give them an opportunity. Don't do what the Mets did or what the Yankees did where in the 11th hour. Now, Alvarez, let's see what you can do. Let them play in April. Let them play in May and June and see what they can do. And if they're good, great. And if they're not, then you know what? There's a trade deadline, and their teams are going to unload good players all around the league. Then you get involved. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to um, let's go to Fran in Massapequa. Fran, good morning. You're on 98.7. My man, what's up, Dave? What's up, Fran? How you doing, pal? What's up with the Knicks? You sound a little down. I mean, they, right now they're playing great. You gotta, I'm not you gotta down. I'm not down. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I just I don't believe it. Does that make me down or does that what make me realistic? Believe, Dave? We know what they are. We, you know, I, know, I know what you mean, though. But, you know, it's nice. You know, you got to – and I just want to say one thing. But once in, in a long time, what a signing. This kid is one tough SOB. Look at the size of him, and look what he does, man. He's worth every single penny. The guy is, is probably, I don't care what anybody says, but his size got to be, I mean, he's, 
he's a really good player, man. You, you're, talk, you're talking Brunson here, obviously, right, yeah, Fran? I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, I thought you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I figured that's who you're talking about. I, I can't, I, I, I'll tell you what, Fred. I'll be honest with you. When they signed him, I was like, all right, you know what? It's, they need a point guard. He's a good player. I did not realize he was this good. So far, he's, he's everything you could want and more. Me too, Dave. And that, do you think he'll help us maybe get a couple more guys down the road? Man, Dave, listen, you the man. Go enjoy the day and the weekend with your family because I don't know about the Giants, but you, you just have a wonderful weekend, brother. Oh, that, that hurts my heart, friend. And I got to tell you, enjoy the weekend with your family, which is great, and I adore my family. If the Giants lose that game tomorrow night, this is a lost weekend. I'm sorry. If the Giants lose the game, I need the Giants to win that game tomorrow. That's the only way to salvage this weekend. Saul on the island. Good morning, Saul. Yes. Good morning, Prince. How are we doing today? Uh, listen, if you speak to me like that, I'm doing well. How are you, Saul? I'm very well. Dave, I have uh, three words after this morning's show. A to Brute. Are they trying to kill you with Why? this Saturday show? No. Dump well, Rothenberg. Love- brutal. The frenzy callers. Brutal, oh, you, so, the so you think you think, you think Joe? You have an issue with Joe and 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 Harvey is what you're saying? It, it's not the same, man. These guys need to go to the dojo. You know what I mean? Ty you missed miss Ty and Jake. Boy. Listen, Joe Leo. You know what? So let, let's keep you on the line here, Joe Leo. How do you feel about this? He's calling you out in a big way. He thinks that you are terrible. I mean, you're not everyone's flavor of the month. You know what I mean? And I'm not everybody's flavor of the month. No, he's saying he's not. me. He's not. Oh, oh, I oh, can't appeal I, to everybody, okay. and I and I know that. But I just think. Well, here's the thing: us company members and everybody who loves Dave. Saturday morning is like a special morning. We're used to consistent callers, great questions. It's like it's part of our ritual, our lives, and uh, we just want it to be better. Right, I don't. Yeah. I don't dislike you. I love Dave. Obviously, I'm just uh, making a call. Let's. Uh, Let's All right, it up. well, Saul, Saul, let's continue along with your call, and what's, your, what's the sports, sports point you'd like to get to today? Oh, the sports point was, it's also, um, Dave, you can't draft, I, call, I called the Tidy Butler show, you can't draft a quarterback with dimples who looks like a Backstreet Boy, and that's who Zach Wilson is. Well, I, come Sorry. on, Saul. I mean, come on. And th- thanks for the call, and thanks for beating up Joe Leo and Harvey a little bit. They needed that. But, I mean, what, what do you care how he looks? The fact is, he's just not that good. I mean, I mean, come on. My, my quarterback could look like the elephant man. I don't care if he can go out there and throw the football. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty handsome-looking guy, right? Nobody complains about him. Joe Montana had, a, had, a, had boyish looks. Tom Brady is gorgeous. Who cares? Go out there and win games. That's all that people care about. Compete, win games, be tough. A lot of pressure on Zach Wilson. God, could you imagine Zach Wilson goes out there, first pass tomorrow gets picked off? He'll be booed off the field. Bob in the car. Bob, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Go, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, pretty much, well, just one thing before my, uh, my Jet Giant point here. I have to say, and I have to admit this, was not a fan of yours when I first started listening to you. Oh, I just no. thought of you because I'm a diehard Jet. I'm a diehard, but I was wrong. I was a diehard Jet fan, thought of you as just a giant show. I think I called up referring to Daniel Jones as Fumbelina at one point uh, over the last couple of years. But I have to say, your knowledge of sports and, and your passion is, has won me over to where you're one of my favorites now. So, oh, I'll take that. Uh, so we started out that. slow. You know, I think my wife felt the same way. I don't think she lo- loved yeah. me right away, and I grew on her like a like maybe like a fungus, and now she adores me. So I'll take it. Well, I know. 
I know all about that as well, too, so I'll, I'll be with you on that. My question is this. I, I was from Long Island originally, now live in Jersey, doing, exiled in Jersey for a life sentence, but surrounded by Giant fans, and I have to say I'm disappointed in some of them how they trash Daniel Jones. I, I just think, and tell me if I'm wrong here, if Daniel Jones was the Jets quarterback this year, with the weapons we have and the defense we have, I think we're 11-2. and two. At this point, what are if you, you gave him six? those weapons, uh, I don't. Eleven and two feels a bit much, but I, I, think so, well, I, I would say, I would say, yeah, you know what? Sir, no worse at eight and five, maybe nine and four. You, you, I tell you what, you'd be much better, much much better. All right, that's it for us. So, stay on the line. Anita is coming with you in just a moment. She's going to break down all the football. It's a huge football weekend. Football starts in an hour. I'm back 5 o'clock in the morning, fresh off, dare we say it, the Giants win over Washington. Have a great football weekend, everybody, on 98.7 ESPN.